0: This podcast does not replace a need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. Hey there and welcome to episode 200 of the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Key. I am so excited to be recording the 200th episode of this podcast with you today. It is a huge, huge deal for me. And when I think back to when I was recording my very first episodes, completely petrified, (laughs) completely afraid of this crazy thing I was deciding to do. And I think of how much has happened over these past three and a half years of doing the podcast. The number of people I've had a chance to talk to, the number of physicians I've had a chance to work with, it's all been amazing. And I have to say, creating this podcast is one of the best decisions I made and seems still so like weird that I decided to create a podcast knowing myself and how introverted I usually am about my own weight loss journey or how I, <laughs> introverted I used to be about my own weight loss journey. It still amazes me that this is what I decided to do. And I just want to give you a big thank you for listening to this podcast and supporting it. You support the podcast by listening. You support the podcast by sharing it with somebody that you think would benefit. You support the podcast by leaving reviews wherever you're listening and making sure that you hit the link to subscribe or follow the podcast wherever you listen to it. So on Apple, on Google, on Spotify, wherever you're listening, make sure that you're following the podcast so you get all the new episodes, plus it just helps support the podcast, and help the podcast get found. So if you want to wish me a happy 200th episode, could you do one of those things for me? Could you either share this podcast with somebody, say to a friend, hey, have you checked out this podcast? Let me send you a link. Could you leave a review for me? Or could you make sure that you're definitely following it? And also consider following me on the social media. I've mentioned that in a previous podcast episode, but I'm really working on improving my social media presence, showing you more of me and my life and how I thrive in my life, how I thrive in my weight loss to keep managing my weight and giving you a really inside look plus tips that I think are really helpful. And so come on over to get more. If you love the podcast, the social media side gives you more, which is at dr Siobhan key that's d r s i o b h a n k e y d r s i o b h a n k e y and when you do follow me over on social media send me a dm tell me that you followed me from the podcast i'd love to hear from you okay i told you for the two hundredth episode we were going to do q and I have changed my mind <laughs> i like having the ability to be spontaneous. I mentioned that in the last episode. And today when I am sitting down to record this, I actually had the Q&A episode mainly planned out. And then I decided that's not actually what I feel called to do for this episode. Yesterday I recorded an interview with Christy and Javine, And one of the questions she asked me is what advice would I give myself if I could talk to myself back when I was struggling? And I think that just sets some thoughts in motion. So, what I'm talking to you today about on the podcast is what advice would I give you? So, what I've done for this podcast is I've actually written myself a letter, my past self a letter saying, These are the things I wish you could know. And what I thought is, what is it that I think really has transformed the way I approach weight loss and what really actually helped me find success? And what do I wish that version of myself who is so struggling, so frustrated, but working really hard, like I know you are too, putting effort in and trying, but not getting the results they want. What advice would I give them? What do I think is most important for them? So I've written this as a letter to myself, but I want you to hear it as a letter to you because every single piece of advice that I wrote to my past self is for you. It's for you, my listeners, you, my physicians who coach with me. It's for all of you who are struggling with your weight. This is knowledge and advice that I've developed with years of work. And some of those years were just me muddling through trying to figure it out on my own. And then other years have been me actively seeking knowledge and doing my obesity medicine training, going to conferences, trying to find the answers there. Years of me coaching and listening to people tell me what their struggles are and seeing where people are getting caught up, seeing what holds people back, knowing what's held me back. All of these levels of knowledge are wrapped up into this episode. I think it's going to be a very powerful episode. I think this is one that you need to mark and listen to. It's like a love letter to you when you're struggling, when you're not sure if you're going to be able to do it when everything feels overwhelming, listen to this episode again. Listen to it once, listen to it again, because I can tell you, you will take different things away. The first time through, you might be like, okay, yeah, that was great, but not everything's going to land in the way it needs to land. Not everything's going to sink in, in a way that's going to make it like last and become truths in your bones about how you move forward with your weight loss goals the more you listen to it, the better it will become. Now, if you're watching the video, like I said, I literally wrote this out as a letter. It was actually very helpful for myself because this morning I woke up and I've just been anxious all morning. And this brings me to my weekly tip, time scarcity, because it's just anxious. And the funny thing is, is I am off from the office this week. I'm not doing medicine this week. My kids are in a camp this week, and so I was like, okay, great. I'm going to have time to myself in my house, which I never get, and also I can do some work for my coaching and get caught up in some stuff in that area, and yet since Monday, since the week started, I've just been feeling super anxious, and so this morning I was like, what is this? Why am I feeling so anxious? And I think it comes down to time scarcity, to thinking there's not enough time, and it's such a well-worn pattern in our mind. And I think it's laughable because it's a week where I have a ton of time compared to normal because I'm not in the office. And yet my brain's still like, you're not doing enough. You're not getting enough done. There's too much to do. There's so much to do. You've got to hurry. You've got to hustle. And it feels horrible. And it drives anxiety. And it makes me not like what I'm doing. And coaching, we coached on this in the coaching group in Thrive Academy for Physicians last night with one of the physicians feeling like they weren't accomplishing enough during the day. And it's such a prevalent feeling among physicians where you finish your day, you feel like I didn't do enough. I didn't get enough done. And so over the past weeks, I've been working on this on myself. And I came up with a thought of, I choose not to hurry anymore. I've spent my last years, definitely since having kids, a feeling like I'm always hurrying. (laughs) I'm hurrying to get stuff done. I'm hurrying to go pick up the kids. I'm hurrying to get to work. And I don't like it. And guess what? If you decide to intentionally no longer hurry, it does not mean that things don't happen. It does not mean that you show up late. It just means you get there without feeling like you hurried. I think we can all trust ourselves that the work is going to get done. We are going to make sure the important stuff happens. But the choice of not hurrying comes more from inside of us. It's how do I want to talk to myself about my time and about what I'm doing next I can talk to myself of you gotta hurry, let's go, we've got to get a move on. That feels horrible. Or I can say, just stay focused, you're gonna get it done. We're gonna get there on time. Don't worry. And that feels so much better. And the outcome is the same. The work that gets done is the same. I'm working on this. This is an area that I've been working on in my life over the past years. And I feel like this is the next level that I'm working on now of like, what if I just didn't ever hurry? What if I never had to hurry? I felt for a lot of years that I had to hurry, but that's a thought. Like I said, choosing to not hurry is an intentional thought and it doesn't mean I miss out on like that I just don't show up for work or I show up late or even if I do get there a little bit later, if I'm not hurrying, doesn't mean I end up further behind. Because I'm in a better mental state. So contemplate where this is showing up in your life, where you're telling yourself not enough time, not doing enough, got to get more done. And then contemplate what would it be like to just decide you don't hurry anymore. Play with that this week. That's what I'm playing with in my own life, which is why I wanted to do it for the weekly tip. Okay, like I said, for those of you watching on YouTube, I will be reading this off of my iPad because I wrote it on my iPad. It was actually really helpful for me to write it out It was essentially like a journaling practice for myself, talking to myself in the past and essentially reminding myself of the things I want to be remembering in the future. Because a lot of these themes that I'm going to talk about are ones that are ongoing. They're not like a fix and done where you're just like, oh yeah, I'll never talk to myself like that again and then move on. They're an ongoing practice. Just like I talk about thriving, thriving is not a destination. We don't have to be like, I'll join Thrive Academy when I know how to thrive thriving is a way of life. It's a practice that you do of asking yourself, what would it take to thrive? How could I honor myself so I could thrive? Things like that. And all of these points and tips that I'm going to give you in this letter are basically practices. They're things to keep thinking about, to keep focusing on as you move through your life, as you move towards your current goals, as you move towards your future goals. They're not things that you just fix and move on from. And the reality in weight loss, in eating, in life, in having a human brain is there's not much that you just fix and you never think about again. We have patterns, we have habits, we have ways that we're used to doing things. And when we want to do them differently consistently, it takes just a lot of gently reminding ourselves of what we're doing, that we're doing it differently than the usual habit, that we're working on shifting that thought pattern, that we're working on not talking to ourselves quite in the same way. But it takes constant shifting. It doesn't have to take work. It doesn't have to take a lot of effort. It just takes constantly being like, oh right, we're going to think differently about this now. Oh right, I'm going to practice believing that. All right, let's get going with my letter. So like I said, I wrote it to myself. I'm going to read it like I wrote it to you though and take the things that are helpful for you if anything doesn't completely apply to you, that's totally fine. But I encourage you to contemplate where might it apply. Even the things where you're like, "Oh, I don't do that," I would question and ask yourself: Is it possible that maybe I do do that? Is there possible that this is something I could work on? Because a lot of these tips, though I wrote it to myself, are based on things I see in the physicians I coach over and over again as reoccurring themes. Okay, dear listener, dear podcast listener, dear you. I know that you are struggling right now and that it's often difficult to see how to make progress, let alone reach your goals. I want to share some knowledge and tips I've learned on my journey and hope they'll be helpful for you. Know that it's okay if some of these seem beyond your reach or if it's hard to see that they might be possible for you. Keep trusting and moving forward. It is all possible. Number one, you are too hard on yourself. That's right you're too hard on yourself. So much of what you say to yourself is criticism disguised as fact. You won't know how unhelpful these thoughts and beliefs are until you decide to let go of them. This is going to be an ongoing journey for you. Just keep questioning the facts your brain offers about yourself. Question when the truths feel hard. Question when the truths you're telling yourself feel bad, when they make you feel inadequate or not enough. None of them are true. None of them are facts. They are all optional. Number two, if it doesn't feel good, change something. Life is short. You have one life to live. It's far too precious to spend time doing things you don't like just to lose weight. You have the power and the creativity to find solutions that you like. Trust yourself to do this. Trust that creative solutions are effective ways of reaching your goals. Trust that there are a lot of different ways to take an approach that you don't like and make it into something that you do like and that you do enjoy. The opportunities are endless. Go looking for them. Number three, there is nothing wrong with you. There is nothing wrong with you. Right now, you spend a lot of time thinking about what is wrong with you, wondering why you can't stop eating, there must be something wrong. Wondering why you struggle with your weight, there must be something wrong. Wondering why your stomach jiggles when other peoples are flat, there's obviously something wrong, right? The things you struggle with are multifactorial and none of them have anything to do with something being wrong with you. Some are related to the food you have been taught to eat and the impact it has on your mind and your appetite centers. Some are related to not learning how to care for yourself in the midst of a busy medical career. Some are just new skills you haven't learned yet. Everything has ways it can be improved. There is nothing wrong with you. Number four, stop looking to other people for answers. Learn from resources around you. Be guided by people you trust, but stop assuming that other people know what's right for you. Trust your wisdom. It is strong. Empower yourself to believe that decisions you make for yourself are the right decisions. Notice where your brain wants to offer your power to somebody else or an authority outside of you, and actively choose to take that power back. Filter every piece of information and knowledge you have through the filter of, does this match with my values? Does this advice or this tool help me move forward in my goals, not just to reach my goals, but in the way that it will help me feel the best as I move forward to my goals? don't do things just because somebody else says they're going to work. If they don't feel right for you, don't do them. They might not work for you. Or modify them so that they do feel like they're going to feel good and work in your life. But trust that it is your wisdom that trumps anybody else's wisdom. You are the only one that has lived in your body, in your life, with your preferences. Trust yourself. Number five, There is nothing to fear about failure. Thinking that failure is a bad thing holds you back. Failure is the path to your goals. You will try a lot of things and some will work and be helpful, but many won't. And that's okay. It's all part of the growth you need to reach your goals. You no longer need to fear failure when you decide that you have your own back no matter what. No matter what happens. No matter how big of the fail, trust that you will have your own back and speak nicely to yourself when that happens. We fear failure because we fear of what we make it mean. Failure hurts because we say hurtful stuff to ourselves when we fail. Just get back up, dust yourself off, and see what you can learn. And then get back out there and do it all over again. Number six, lead with abundance. Don't spend time thinking thoughts about not having enough, not having enough time, not having enough money, not having enough food choices, not losing enough weight. It does not help you get anywhere and it makes the journey feel harder, makes the journey feel heavier. Decide that there is plenty of time. Decide that you have enough money. Decide that you have ample food choices that will be delicious. Offer security to your brain that it doesn't have to be without, that you can lose weight with abundance. It makes your days feel better and your food choices feel so much easier. Number seven, you can do anything you set your mind to. Anything. Your brain will tell you otherwise. It will tell you about places that you have no choice but to eat. It will tell you about habits you couldn't possibly change. It will freak out because that goal feels so big. You can do it all. All of it. Reject your brain's limiting beliefs about yourself. Reject them. They're not true. Just because you believe them for a long time does not mean they're factual. Choose to believe you can do anything you want, but don't do it at the expense of yourself. Move forward with kindness and compassion to yourself. There is always a way of reaching your goal while respecting your needs. Number eight, there is no time limit on your goals. It feels like you need to get this done soon or you won't get it done at all. It feels painful for it to be slow, but the pain is created by you. Your thoughts about the journey, yourself and your body creates the pain. Develop patience decide to let go of painful thoughts about the journey and enjoy the process. It is your one life after all. Your goals are waiting for you. They will be there regardless of how many detours you take. There is no time limit on your goals. Taking the time pressure off makes it easier to create the patience you need, to build the consistency and to problem solve in a way that will actually get you to your goals. Number nine, honor and celebrate your progress. It is so easy to let progress slip past unseen. It feels like some progress isn't big enough to celebrate. It feels like the mistakes and the gaps between where you are and where you want to be are more important to focus on. This is backwards. Focusing on progress, no matter how small, creates more progress. It honors all the work you are putting in and shows you that your work is working. This creates momentum towards your goals. Focus on progress. Celebrate progress. Any progress is awesome. Number 10, you are amazing right now, just as you are. You are amazing. You are amazing. Changing your eating or weight doesn't make you amazing because you already are. Make changes because you want to honor yourself. You want more for yourself, more energy, more activities, more accomplishment. Never make the mistake of thinking a goal will make you better, more lovable, more worthy, or more amazing because you already are all of these things. The more you practice believing this, better life will get and the easier goals get when you believe all that. I hope these wisdom points have been helpful. At the end of the day, know that you can do this. You can reach all of your goals while honoring yourself and creating a life you love. And the biggest thing it comes down to is believing in yourself as much as I believe in you. Love, Siobhan. All right, let that sink in. Like I said, re-listen to this episode. Listen to it more than once. Let it all sink in. These are some deep points that I'm making. Some points that are going to dig at some really deeply held limiting beliefs for you. Let this podcast do that work. Let it just loosen some of the rocks around those limiting beliefs. Listen to it again and it'll loosen some more. I would love to hear your feedback on this podcast episode. Send me an email at info at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca DM me at Dr. Siobhan Key on both Instagram and Facebook. I would love to hear from you. And if you love what I just shared, then head on over to thrivephysicians.ca and learn more about Thrive Academy for Physicians. This is what I teach you inside Thrive Academy. All of these points are what I coach on almost every week. And they are what make the difference between just losing weight and thriving in weight loss. I would love to have you join us head on over thrivephysicians.ca. All right. have a fantastic day, guys. Thank you so much for joining me for this 200th episode. We'll talk next week. Bye-bye.